Season four, episode nine of Kicks at the Castle, podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Wall would say to all who listen to this happy podcast, welcome. My name is John. I'll be your host, and I'm joined as always by Matt. Yo, what's going on, everyone? And Ruby. Hey, hey, hey. We got a great show planned for you this week. We're going to catch up with some uh, news items. We've got our fit of the week feature uh, in World versus Land. We're going to talk monorails. Uh, Ruby's going to hold it down with a plant based option. Uh, we're going to catch up with our recent trips. We got a DM, and I think we're going to talk some uh, Disney Plus and some sneakers of the year. But first, as always, let's jump into pickups. Matt. You want to go first? I'll go first. I just got one pickup this week. You can see United Box. That's not opening these. I opened it for the package, but damn, I would say this is probably the best pair that they dropped this year. I think these are called the Arts and Crafts. Crafts? What's funny is I just it saw that in the, the box. I just saw that in Sean Go's story. Yeah. These, like the quality on these is like super, super good. I mean, it's all corduroy. Comes with three different laces. Oh, wow. Hella laces. But yeah, Hannah's killing it with this. Someone, uh, I think Sean, not Sean Go, but uh, Sean Disney on the low, he uh, took a photo of these and then like someone commented and was like Nike's new target. <laughs> I think someone, I don't know, someone commented or cease and desist coming soon. Yeah. I was like, damn. I was like, yeah, Ken, you got to be careful, man. But I mean, everything about this is. I mean, this is nowhere near, actually, I mean, it is kind of similar to, I guess, maybe a Dunk or Air Jordan 1 low, but I don't think Nike can, like, he's not like. Well, look at the outsole. That's that, that's not the same. That's not, that's yeah. not a, a Jordan 1 tread pattern. Yeah. He's and not then also the, the sole oh, yeah. is totally yeah. different as yeah, well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's, it's, there's I think his, many points that are different. I, I would say his older models, maybe, because I know he like revamped all of his models after like Nike started basically <laughs> making lawsuits on everyone. Yeah. But I think he's pretty safe now. I'm looking at that. There's there's yeah. multiple points that are different. Yeah, yeah. but they're really nice. It's not like overall, he replaced yeah, the really, swoosh really... with a lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hella dope shoe. Hella hot. I don't even know what the hell to even wear with this. It has every single color on the rainbow on this. We'll but... figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got this week. Nice. Probably the rest of the year. I don't know. <laughs> well, I got I got one pickup, but I did not bring it to Kansas City with me, so I don't have it to show. <laughs> but at long last, after six weeks of waiting, I got my Emily Andor suede 550s. Mm. And it's some nice old school 70s shag suede, if you know what I'm saying. It's, uh, it's uh, <laughs> all fuzzy. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's some good stuff. Dang, so, I forgot you were waiting for those. It took so damn long. It did. Yeah. I, I I placed the order on Halloween, and I and they, they arrived the day before I left, so they got they got there Sunday from Saturday. That's so, wild. Yeah, no. So anyway, all right. So moving on. Just kidding. <laughs> all right. You got a snack. Ruby's gonna go through her pickup. So Matt, we can uh, we can go come back in twenty minutes. Yeah, go get your here, so. go get your popcorn and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna 
I'm going to skip uh, shoe talk. I had got my Salehi Crocs, um, which I love. I got the black ones. Matt showed those. No biggie. Come on, get to the good stuff. Let's go. Yeah. So <laughs> had a great Sunday. Spent a lot of money at Club 33. Um, so I'm going to share those pickups today. So it's their Emerald anniversary right now. So I got this mug for Luigi, which is just like a really nice mug. On the inside, it's got like a bird and then it says emerald anniversary on it so that's one thing i got obviously because it's the holiday they have um some holiday stuff as well so they had this really awesome ornament which oh, looks okay. like oh, the cool. patio yeah. on one side and then on the other side is like a nice little dining table oh that's so which cool is really cool um so i had to get that i also got the is that heavy it's pretty heavy you can you even put that on a tree yeah, you, you know. just want to set it in a place where it's like going to stand on top use, of another. Or you'd use an ornament stand. Yeah. You know, like the thing with the base and a hook and you just would set it out as a decorative. Yeah. So I might do that. I haven't tried to put it on the tree yet. I got also this ornament, which should be lighter and easy to put on, which is just like the classic emerald one. Um, so that one's really nice. Also not as cool, but still very cool. Ruby um, treated her trip to Club 33 like an OVO drop. I did. I absolutely did. <laughs> I went to the shop and just went nuts because I was like, I'll probably never be back here. So I better do all damage I can. <laughs> you all know that I've been collecting pins. So I did get um a special pin from there this has like a ship on it so one of the cool things is like some of the artwork that's in there is like moving and so there's like one with a ship on it and the ship like kind of moves a little bit every now and then when you look at it so that's why I wanted the one with the ship on it then I got a throw because it's winter and I love blankets oh dude did you oh, give me one <laughs> could have got me one that's of those. so cool yeah so i really like this that's what the whole throw will look like oh, um awesome. so it's just a nice super knitted one so far that's my favorite thing you got <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one's really nice i haven't used it yet because i got another blanket this week but i'll probably use it next week they do have their own spirit jersey so of it's like course. this blue one and then on the back it's club 33 with the little 33 here this Dang. is an interesting spirit jersey because it's kind of like uh oh, okay. like almost like a knitted i was gonna say is it like a yeah. cable knit yeah it's it feels really nice so excited about that and then my favorite things that i got are my lounge fly backpack so they had two different versions <laughs> um so they had this black one which i love black so i had to get this there's yeah, like I had, you had to get complete the pack right? yeah there's like these little tinks <laughs> in here which they have a tink lamp like that also by the staircase so that was pretty cool had to get that and then i think the emerald one probably a lot of more people have seen this one because i think most people get this one i don't know how long they've had that black one um, but this one's really nice also. So yeah, I had a great time. I'll talk a little bit more about like my experience. Oh, I forgot one more thing. Um, the membership, right? You forgot. You got <laughs> I wish I did get some insider details about how I can like begin the process to try to get a membership. So I got this Pluto putt plush. Um, There's a 33. I don't see a 33 on it. Oh, so I'll show you. So on his little name tag, it says, if found, please return to Mickey Mouse. And then on his back, post, he's got a little 33. So um, he feels really nice. He's like a really nice suede. So I'm pretty excited about this. So, so, so you were that person walking around Disneyland with the massive Club 33 bags? I left after oh. I got all the stuff. <laughs> the guy kind of scared me. He was like, okay, this is your delicate bag. That means no Indiana Jones, no this, that. And I was like, I'm going home. I don't care. <laughs> like, I've done enough today. <laughs> There's nothing that can beat this experience. So I might as well just go home for the day. Um, so yeah, I left after that, but it was heavy. My arms felt heavy on the way back to my car for sure. That's but, it? Yeah. That's, that's all I got. A grain goes quick in Club 33, huh? <laughs> sure does. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into Newsies. Newsies. Uh, who is ready for a Jordan 1 Panda? <laughs> mm -hmm. Jordan I mean, 1 Low Panda coming out next year. Maybe if it had Nike Air on the tag, but. I noticed that. The jump man yeah. on the tongue. So I it's, it's not a, it's not a Jordan low og it's a it's a, is it is it an se is that what i don't know 
I think all OG or retro OG have the uh, the Nike Air. I like the Nike Air tags on the tongues too myself. Yeah. The, the only ones I've bought so far have the Nike Air tags on the tongue. I'm working off my laptop, so I'm not opening the links. Sorry, guys. So I'm not actually looking at the picture as we're talking about stuff this week. I'm limited with space on the laptop screen. Um, anyway, Ruby, are you, are you are you jumping on the Panda Jordan 1 lows? No. No. I mean, I already have pandas. and like, Are you I, on pandas? Yeah. Okay. I don't wear them that They're like, I wear them randomly. When I just need a shoe to like slip on, they're by my door. Yeah, by the way, pandas are restocking. They're restocking January 19th. I mean, I think that the the like quality of these looks a little better. So oh, that's what I was gonna pick. say. Don't you think they'll be nicer than a than a dunk? I do, but like, do I really need them? Like, I'd rather get a different yeah. Jordan One Low. That's like a different colorway. I'd rather just get the Travis Scott. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, how about, uh, you know, I already know our boy uh, James is a big fan of uh, Sean Watherspoon. Uh, what do you guys think of his new Adidas Orcatero? What the Orcatero? What the hell's the name about you? Or Orcatero? I think you said it right. Not for me. You know, to me, I, I don't think the shoe's bad looking if you took the three stripes off of it. I think I think this shoe looks nice. I probably wouldn't go for it on release day, but I mean, if I saw him sitting at the outlet, I say, I say, what if they were forty percent off? Yeah, if they were forty percent off, I would yeah. definitely buy them. Okay. I, I like the different materials. It's got corduroy, it's got mesh, it's got canvas. Maybe if they were thirty percent off, would you get them? Yeah, I'd get them if they were twenty percent off. It's okay. It's not that I don't, I don't dislike them. I just like it's not a shoe. I feel like I would wear that much, so like I just yeah. probably wouldn't buy it. I thought that the uh, the I thought the outsole I thought looked a little bit like the 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 seven hundreds. Do you think, Matt? Um, it kind of reminded me of. It's, it looked like it'd be a comfy shoe to walk. The super turf, a little bit. Oh, the super turf. I, I, yeah. I thought the outsole looked a little bit like the seven hundreds. I feel like they're trying to be like more like New Balancey. A little bit, yeah. I do see yeah. that. I do see that vibe. Anyway, interesting. So I'm sure James will be all over this because I know he's a he's a Sean Watherspoon super fan. Yeah. Anyway, all right. The obligatory nine nine whatever this week is Sand be the time the Salehi Bembry collab. Ruby, are you are you gonna jump on this one? So initially I didn't think so because they're just so pink and I don't wear that much pink, but the more photos I see of them, I just think they look really nice. Like all the materials look really nice and I like different textures. Like the, I don't know. I just think they look really nice the more and more I see them. So if I could get my hands on a pair, I will, I wouldn't pay resale for them, but yeah. How, do, how does he drop his shoes? Like where, where do you get the Salehi collabs? Is it through the New Balance site or is Salehi got his own site where he sells them? I think well, Kith also. Yeah. Kith. A, a lot of, a lot of places have them. I want to say like not, Shop Nice Kicks, Gear Politics. Okay. Like like those types of boutiques will have them, um, but I don't think they'll have them at like Foot Locker or anything like that. All right. Well, it's a good look at you. I, I like it, and it's not gray, so we know Adrian <laughs> will go for it. Yeah, I, I I like these, but I I don't know if I I'll go for them. Yeah. So what what's the what's the retail on those? Are they too? too I'm gonna something? say I'm gonna say two twenty. New balances are expensive, man. That's a, that's an expensive shoe. Yeah. <laughs> It says two hundred in the article, which I thought was a good deal since they're normally oh, okay. like two twenty, two forty. Yeah, the materials look really nice. So also coming out next year, a black cement two. I'm not, I'm not a twos guy, but I was intrigued by the mock-up that was released. What do you guys, what do you guys think of that? I like the colorway, but where's the cement? Still no elephant print. <laughs> I don't know. Is there? That's true. I guess it's more of a bread then, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like more. Yeah, it looks like a, more like a bread, like a. Jordan 4. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It looks more like the Jordan 4, which I think it looks, it looks pretty cool. I'm just not a twos person. Like I have those twos and it's like, I like them because I think they're cool and colorful. But like, even when I put them on, I'm just like, ah, like I'm going to wear these like twice in my whole life and just be like, okay, J Balvin, I love you, but I'm never wearing these. (laughs) It's it's just (laughs) so funny. It's like, there's so much hype on the twos this year. Yeah, there was. and And nobody gave a crap about them last year. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think there was a single two that dropped last year, and they've got a hundred this year. I just, I don't know. I feel like really, they just like commit to the mold, and then they're just like, okay, we just got to make a bunch of Because like, I think some of those collabs are sitting, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are on StockX, they're floating right around retail. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's for me. 
Anyway, all right. Uh, moving into Disney news, Disney investor sues over the company's response to "Don't Say Gay" bill. I guess we could have seen that coming. I don't know. I don't even know what what the law is on that. I don't. I don't think that shareholders. I don't think there's a lot of history of them suing the companies over business decisions. Just it's just crazy the the problems that Disney's gotten itself into over the last couple of years. This one, I'm just kind of confused. So, like, is the person they're they're concerned that because of this stance, it has impacted the like overall the profitability because they're losing they're losing Uh their tax that their their special district, you know, the Reedy Creek stuff. Yeah, and the political, you know, and really Disney's not a political entity. So why is it taking sides on bills and saying that they're going to do do things? I don't know. It just it's just crazy. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think the suit's going to go anywhere, but I just think it's interesting. That's what happens when companies delve into politics. They really, they really shouldn't. I mean, at the end of the day, I think Michael Jordan, you know, he was criticized for not, you know, supporting certain candidates in, uh, I think, a gubernatorial election. Maybe it was a Senate election, but he said, you know, hey, Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah. Basically, he didn't want to get into the politics because he wanted to appeal to both sides and you know wonder if i mean i i applaud disney for taking a stand on what you know what they think is right but at the same time they are you know public publicly held company and if there's of course we shouldn't have vindictive lawmakers either right i mean yeah it speaks to like a bigger systemic issue that like yeah a company has to decide like am i going to take a stance because of the impact that this has on like people's ability to like live and thrive as their right as their individual selves or like remain non right because the last time i checked it is a free country and we're allowed to think certain things yeah actually we're allowed to think everything well mostly (laughs) well also i think it's because i mean majority of cast members are part of the lgbtq community so for them to say i mean a a, a large i don't think i don't think a majority i'd say there's a good percentage but uh yeah there's a fairly good percentage and for them to I guess, support them or to see Disney support them, especially in a political way. That's probably why Disney's name is, is thrown in there. Yeah. But it, 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 so in <clears throat> that in that lens, you know, Disney's doing the right thing. If they're back in their yeah. employees, then that's, you know, that's a good thing. I think yeah. so the, you know, the, the, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, we can get into it, but, the, you know, I don't think DeSantos is on the moral high ground here. That's for sure. Yeah. Say not. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, moving on. And who's ready for the Oscar ceremony? And best picture goes to Thor, Love and Thunder. I would be shocked. <laughs> I would be absolutely shocked. Yeah. I mean, that movie was good, but I know, when is the best, Oscars? They put it up for best picture? That's insane. <laughs> but you know what? In all fairness, I don't know what the hell's going on in the movie industry, but like these folks are just putting out major turds. So like there's probably not a whole ton of competition. I'm like a movie goer. I love going to the theater. I look forward to Oscar season usually. And like, I'm just trying to reflect on like what has even come out. And there's like so few things things like that have even come out in the last year like Luigi and I have to sit there and be like oh we want to go to the movies but like there's literally nothing to go see I know yeah I kind of want to see Devotion that looks like a movie that could be considered um it's out now but like that was the next thing on the the rundown is Strange World is already headed to Disney Plus it's a flop you know honestly I thought it was a Disney Plus movie all along I didn't even know it was in theaters yeah it's been in theaters for less than a month and it's coming out in two weeks on Disney Plus I feel like that's not surprising to me because like yeah. I said, we we go to the theater. We have we pay for like the thing where you can go as many times as you want. Them. Yeah, the AFC but thing. Every freaking time I go, it's so empty in there. They don't even check tickets because they're just like, if you're here, we like assume you pay for it. Like they're literally giving, like throwing popcorn at us. Like, please keep coming back. I'm just like, what's happening? Dang. <laughs> it's like- Yeah, I have the AMC thing so we can go- what three times a week and i'm lucky if i go once a month now there's just not that much out like there's nothing to even see you know i was gonna go see violent night Mm. i almost almost did that today and i'm like yeah it doesn't look that great so i think it'll be funny but like i would not pay to go see it in a theater but like i'll go see literally anything with my past but half the time i'm like there isn't even anything to see I know. So have you guys seen Strange World? Or, or I mean, I don't even know what it's about. No. It's like some underground world. So this article was kind of interesting 
because it said that the well it talked about red panda and why did they release that in the theaters why did they like who's making the strategy why would you release a, a movie that would have been a, a, a box office boom like red panda and then you put it straight to video and then you take one that's not well, as strong and you put it in the theater i suspect that maybe they thought people weren't still maybe going to the movies as much and so they pushed it to streaming and then i think when they saw how well it did then they thought oh maybe we should be putting these back in the theater but honestly i feel like i feel like for these animated features with people and their kids and just like the convenience of having kids at home they're already paying for their disney plus like I feel like they're going to have more success pushing them to the platform versus like trying to put them in theater. Well, I mean, um, the other thing, Strange World isn't like, it didn't look like it's a kid movie. It's not like there's a, a princess theme or something like that. It looked, you know, I don't know. It, it, it didn't look like the normal formula. Kind of like a, it's like an adventure movie. Like mm-hmm. they go try to find something in this strange world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Um yeah, they they did say that um, they kind of like didn't do a whole lot of marketing before like the couple months before its initial release. And I'm wondering if that's because they also mentioned in the article that it's like Disney's first openly queer protagonist and like a kind of pretty diverse set of characters. And so to your point, like maybe since it wasn't like maybe totally directed at kids and then it has kind of these alternative perspectives if you will which like they're already dealing with this other stuff like maybe they slowed down the marketing which is kind of like dumb because they invested so much money in this i think it said that they stand to lose like 100 million at this point i'm just it's like if you're gonna take the stance and you're gonna put these characters in the movie then like highlight it like Well, I mean, and that was one of the criticisms of Lightyear was that it was too woke. And that's yeah. why it didn't do good. So I don't know. They, they've got to find the right balance. That's for sure. Yeah. But I mean, I'll watch it for sure. I thought it looked cute when I watched the trailer. So yeah. Right. Well, let's jump into Fit of the Week. You know, my dad supplies for the family, but I supply for the Fit Picks. Did you, did you get the picture yet? Did you get it? You know, who's really putting the family on? That's me. Every week we pick a post where we were tagged or someone used the hashtag kicks at the castle. And this week, we picked a Disney tag team. Uh, it's a nice holiday photo. She's got on the Disney cardigan and the lost and found ones. Not sure where that Christmas tree's at. It looked like it looked like it could have been Springs. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it's in Disneyland. But I think really? they live in Vegas, so it oh, might okay. be like a mall in Vegas or There's something. A mall there. Okay. Yeah. Because she she tagged Disneyland, and I'm like, I don't think she's in Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked like a shopping mall or something. Well, it was a dope pick. And uh, thanks for the tag. If you would like to be featured, uh, just use the hashtag Kicks the Castle or tag us in your Disney fit picks in park or not. Now let's jump into land versus world. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Each week we pick a landmark or an aspect from Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. We decide which park has it better. And this week I want to talk about the monorail service. Obviously there's... There's a big difference between the parks. I want to start with Ruby this time and say, Ruby, what is the last time you rode the Disneyland monorail? I was going to start with that exact topic. It's been forever. I Sometimes when I see it going, I'm like, holy smokes, I even forget it's there. Honestly, this is one of those rare cases where I'm like, this goes to world like very easily because it's a matter of like, what is the intention behind the monorail? And like, I just don't feel like there's ever a need for me to ride it here. And monorails are really cool. So it's not that like, I think like monorails just in general are cool, but like, I'm never going to like ride that thing to downtown Disney. I'm never going to ride it from downtown Disney. I just like, I don't have a need, but like in world, there's literally like, it's a great way to travel across where you're trying to go. And it just seems like, I don't know. I just don't really get for Disneyland because I just feel like I'd rather walk. Like I'd rather just enjoy the scenery of walking that trek versus taking the monorail. So yeah, I haven't, I haven't been on it in a really long time. Okay. So I know exactly the last time I rode the monorail. I went to the Justin Timberlake concert at the Honda Center and we got up there early. We had dinner in downtown Disney and we took the monorail into Disneyland so I could ride Buzz Lightyear. (laughs) And that was in like 2019. Wow. So the monorail 
at Disneyland is like tits on a bowl. Fucking useless. <laughs> Where did you come up with this thing? I really heard that. <laughs> you, you know, it used to go to the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah. But it's just like, it. It. why doesn't it stop in DCA? What, how nice would it be to park hop on the monorail? I mean, that, they can make it useful very easily. Yeah. But they choose not to. If that just, thing could drop me down by Pixar Pier, I would for sure use it. Because there's times where like, I'm like, man, I could go for one like more Toy Story Mania. Yes, or like, yes, yes. Hop. You're in the parks and you like, want to go ride Midway Mania and it is a hike. Yeah. And you're like, oh, do I go? No, I'm not going to do it. But like, I would if I could take the monorail. But like, exactly. I'm not going to ride the monorail to go to downtown Disney and like be by the Lego store. It's like, I'd rather just walk and browse along the way and walk through World of Disney on my way. Like, well, think about it. So say you're at the Grand Californian, that exit into downtown Disney is down by the dress shop. So yeah. if you wanted to take the monorail, you got to walk all the way back up to the Lego store, then get yeah. on the monorail. Now it will drop you off in Tomorrowland. So you don't have to do the main gate. Anyways, you want to walk down Main Street. But I mean, who's the, who could freaking afford to stay at the Grand Californian at 650 bucks a night? You know, I, I don't know about you. I haven't stayed at the Grand Californian in probably five or six years. I haven't stayed in a while. My friends who I was visiting with yesterday, that's where they're staying because they're DVC members and that's their home. But yeah, yeah. DVC. I, I mean, feel like I it's mostly DVC. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what it is. Most of the most of the Disneyland stuff is DVC now because they've, they've jacked up the prices so high. Yeah. yeah. All right. Are we going to let Matt talk or are we just going to move on? <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say yeah. this. When I went to Disney World, I did not use the monorail a ton, but I also had a car. Um, but I did, you know, I would have breakfast at the Grand, the Grand Floridian. I would take the monorail to the park from there. You know, I did, uh, instead of doing the ferry, I did the monorail a couple of times. We took the monorail to the Contemporary. I never did the Epcot to uh, Magic Kingdom, but like I said, I, I used it a lot more than I used it when at Disneyland. Yeah. and you. Well, see I mean, you guys, you guys got windows. You can stick your arm out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Matt's looking but. for a pot. Like Matt's feeling bad. He's feeling bad. This is this is a route. But yeah. is it isn't yours supposed to be like newer too? Like aren't isn't yours the monarch two and we have the monarch one or something Maybe. like that? Well, I mean, That's I mean, that makes I don't worse. know how much of our monorail is even the original. You know, obviously it was the first one, but I don't even know how much of that is still original. The way it, you know the tracks or the I mean, clearly the cars aren't, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's. I think I think they do look a little sleeker. I, I remember looking at them. I mean, I, they're they're not the same model. You're right. Do your it doors could, open it could automatically? Because ours have wraps on them. I don't know that yours are wrapped. Some of them are. Yeah. I think only one. And it's like the fiftieth. Yeah. And that's it. I think. I, the I think there's only two monorail. I think there's only two cars that run on that because it's just the one line and it's a circle. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So nobody thinks that Disneyland's better, right? Even though it's the OG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so this one was for people who think that I I, I load it in Disneyland's favor. I just figured. Out <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of a big topic to never have talked about, you know. So it, okay, so I will say this: it is a cool experience coming from Disney World to ride the Disneyland monorail, just to see the differences and realize how much better Disney World is. But it is it is a cool experience. So what you're saying is you've ridden the Disneyland, Disneyland monorail more recently than Ruby and I have. Probably. I want to say it was, uh, I want to say it's 2019 because that was the last time I was there before um, this year. Yeah. Right. I'm going to have to ride it again just for fun. Yeah, same. I After you asked this question, I was like, damn, I haven't been on it. So I was like, okay, I'll ride it next time. But I'm also just like, Ugh. like, I don't want it to drop me where it drops me. So I'll probably just ride it to like leave. Just do something. a loop. You don't have to get off to do a loop. Yeah, maybe we'll see. What so what are the stops? Is it you just go you either drop show by the Lego store or by the by That's Nemo. literally all it does. Yeah. Oh it's, it's pointless. <laughs> it is pointless. <laughs> Seriously pointless. It is pointless. It doesn't even take you, it does not even take you to Disneyland. Or the Disneyland Hotel. No, it drops you at Lego. Because it it's stops like inside security. So, you know what I mean? So you have to pass through security to get to the monorail, you know, so you're in yeah. downtown Disney. It's, yeah. it's, it's whack. It is whack. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Josh. Fix, fix that for us. <sighs> All right. Well, let's catch up with uh, recent trips on property with Trips and Drips. We move too fast, they can slime me as ever. Life is too grimy, y'all watch for the devil. Matt. Have you been at the parks lately? I have not. Um, last week, it was my cousin's wedding, so I was in Houston. But I will say, I mean, 
for my cousin's wedding. I, I can't remember the last time I actually wore dress shoes. I wore my patent breads. Um, there were actually a lot of heat at this wedding, surprisingly. Um, my cousin actually bought his whole uh, groomsmen, all of them panda dunks from StockX too. And there was like seven in his, uh, in his wedding party. And so, yeah, that times seven from StockX. And then um, what else? I wore the pan breads. My cousin, he wore reverse mochas. Not the not my cousin getting married, but another cousin of mine. He wore reverse mochas. My cousin's boyfriend wore the uh, Air Jordan One Low uh, natural grays. I saw someone wearing the Travis Fragment Lows. Um, I saw another uh, guy wearing uh, the uh, Justin Timberlake Air Jordan Threes. And yeah, I was surprised on uh, how many or how much heat was was at his wedding so um i love was, that yeah, did, you get a group was, photo? did you get a little group photo of all the heat before you before you shut it down no i tried to but it was just it, it was a huge wedding it was there was 500 people oh wow yeah and oh it was gosh. it was it was it was there was a lot going on i was kind of overwhelmed not gonna lie there was a lot of people <laughs> hella people yeah. bro yeah asian weddings man wow like i thought he was exact like when he told me he was like yeah there's supposed to be 500 people like i thought he was exaggerating and i got there and there was 50 tables and 10 people at each table so oh i was like holy crap <laughs> but it was had a good time um i tried to meet up with yeah i tried to meet up with uh justin and um chris catalunya but I, I just didn't have time i was only there for like three days and i was doing stuff with my family all three days but I'll try to catch them next time what's the weather like over there was it cold it wasn't cold but it wasn't hot so it was around like 70s oh that's nice yeah it was cool. it was it wasn't bad cool. well i was supposed to go to disneyland on sunday but i was sick as a dog and it was supposed to rain, so I tapped out, and I'm glad I did because I've been, like, today I'm starting to feel better, and I I, I actually took a COVID test Monday before I hopped on the plane to Kansas City, and uh, I failed. I mean, I guess I passed. What is <laughs> I wasn't positive, so I didn't have COVID, but I was freaking... I was, I've been, I've been struggling. I don't know if you can hear my voice. I'm still, a little, I think I'm a little bit off still, but the week before I took my son, it was kind of his annual trip and uh, we had Blue Bayou, which was fun. So we went and we had the, uh, I had the prime rib, which was nice. It was a little overcooked, but it was fun to have a nice meal there. I hadn't, I hadn't eaten a Blue Bayou in a long time. The vibe in there was awesome. And I want to tell you guys, I play GD plus like a fucking pro. <laughs> like a fucking pro and i'm not i'm not lying we didn't get there till like 11 o'clock and i booked the first one i think i think i booked haunted mansion and by the time we did that i was able like we, we knew we were gonna park hop so i think i booked um what did i do i went to i did space mountain next then i did midway mania and then i did soren and so that's the first four right and that's starting at 11 o'clock and by then everything was sold out and as we got off Soren, I was doing the refresh, refresh, refresh because he wanted to do a credit coaster. And I ended up hitting a time like 15 minutes away from where we were. So we had already separated from my wife because she doesn't do Soren. So she was hanging out. So we went straight over a credit coaster. While we were in line for after we had buzzed into a credit coaster, I'm standing in line and he looked at me and he's all, he's all, does that even work, dad? And as he said it, I hit on a Toy Story that was 15 minutes away. So we went to Midway, and I, so we texted my wife, said, meet us at Midway Mania. And so that we, we rode Midway Mania, and while we were in line for Midway Mania, I hit a Guardians of the Galaxy, and because Guardians was was done for the day. And so it yeah. just kept refreshing it, kept refreshing it. So I got three lightning lades after they had already, after they were posted as close to the John and then got I got, the, and then John, I, after we did Guardians of the Galaxy, I got us a Monsters, Inc. John so, got the juice on... Oh, dude, I was, um, I was Genie Plus and I was sneakers. killing it. I couldn't even believe it. I was killing it on that. I got my, I totally got my money's worth, and I, I'm glad because I bought three of them. So, but we had a really good time. My son had had fun. We we ate at uh, the Magic Key Lounge. What else did we have? We we tried a couple of the. Uh, oh, you can bring it. guests in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you only yeah. have to have one Magic Key to go in. Oh, okay. Um, I got the Bria pizza. I had a couple beers. It was just fun to hang out with him. And we kind of, you know, whatever he wanted to do is what we did. So it was, it was a different way to do Disney. It was a little more ride heavy. Did a, did a lot of rides that my wife will ride. So uh, it was fun. Anyway, I, I have a reservation for Sunday, but I think I'm tapping out. I'm in Kansas. I fly home tomorrow night, but I would get home till like 11. Mm. 
Saturday, I got to be up early where my daughter's walking. She's getting her master's degree and she graduated. She got her bachelor's during COVID. So she didn't get to walk. So we're going to, we got to go to Irvine um, Saturday for her to walk. And then Sunday is my 29th wedding anniversary. So I have a reservation for that day. I just don't know if we're going to, I think we might want to chill. So I might be done for the year. Might be done for the year. I think think our blackout starts the 20th, right, Ruby? Uh Yeah. So I think I'll be blacked out. So um, I think January 2nd is my next trip, but it was a good one. If it's the last one, it was a good one. All right. So that's it for this week, right? This guy. Oh, did, oh, did, you, did you get on Funny property? Guy. I'm sorry. Did you get on property this week? I did. I went twice this week. Okay. So I'm going to mute, I'm gonna mute myself. I'm going to mute myself for a minute. So go ahead and talk about it. So I went on Sunday, met up with uh, Felix, friend of the pod, and some other girlfriends so it was like a girl day john we didn't get to see you so no, so did no. you guys do did you guys do the canoes we did not because of the rain okay i was bummed because i was that was like the whole reason i wanted to go is to ride the canoes so we well we, we, we didn't do we'll, it without you so we'll do next, time, next time next time we will do the canoes it was super rainy but it was surprisingly busy for how like rainy it was and then it stopped raining probably by like noon. So we did Guardians. We stopped by a lot of the food booths, did some Toy Story. Yeah, we spent some time in DCA. And then after we were allowed to trek over, we uh, we had a bunch of lightning lanes for everything. So that's how we were able to go on everything. And then we went over around like, I want to say 1.30 or 2 to Disneyland. And then we went on Rise. We went, we went on Haunted Mansion. And then that after that, we went to Club 33. So that was really awesome experience. The first time I've been there. So when did she tell you last. you were going to Club 33? Did she like wait until it was time? She told me like earlier in the day, like okay. once I got there, I didn't know before I got there. And then she told me and I was like, okay, I was like kind of sus. I was like, well, I don't is know. There, like, <laughs> so, like, is there I, a dress I, code? so not, I mean, there is, but it's like no prop tops or anything like that, which is like stuff I don't really wear. Um, <laughs> so I was too worried about it. Um, so I, it was fine. I didn't like have any problem with what I was wearing. Um, I wore my Gore-Tex Jordan ones that day since it was so rainy. Um, those are kind of my go-to like rain shoes. It's a good shoe. Um, but yeah, so when we went in there, there's like the Club 33 restaurant that has like the whole dining menu, like the prefix menu. And then there's the lounge that you can apparently only go in with a like member. And in the lounge, they have like a menu there that you can order from and like all their big cocktail menu. Um, so everyone told me, get the burger. It's really good. You have to get the burger. John, I feel like you would love it because it's like nice, juicy, big piece of meat. So um, it, it wasn't plant-based? It was not plant-based. It was full of meat. Um, it had brie cheese on it, like a roasted tomato, this like bacon marmalade on it. It was really good burger. It was so juicy, delicious. It was huge. I couldn't even finish it. The fries were really good. They serve like these uh, warm peanuts at the table also as like bar snacks. So the burger was delicious. Highly recommend it. The drink I had, so I don't, I don't drink alcohol, but they did have like a nice selection of non-alcoholic drinks as well. So I got a, one called Pum is Bun, um, which is like an apple drink. So it's like French for apple. Um, so it's like an apple, ginger, maple, and spice drink, which I was like, I don't know if I like it because I don't love ginger, but it was really good. It wasn't like over any of those flavors like you know some things things are just like too strong one of the flavors it was like perfectly balanced so I imagine if you like cocktails their cocktails are probably pretty good the girls got some cocktails they really liked them I got a cappuccino because I love the so newsflash girls like cocktails got it (laughs) (laughs) yes breaking news here to hear first so I, of course I got the cappuccino because it had the little latte art on it. It was a good cappuccino. That's all I can say. <laughs> nothing. So, nothing so else. you, so you ate in the lounge, or you had? Uh-huh. So you, okay. So you, yeah. so you were there with a the member. Uh-huh. Nice. That is correct, and it's funny because like in the the member area, it just feels like the the servers there. You could tell they really know. The members are like very familiar with them and just like well, yeah. I mean, there's other not members, that many members you would think. Yeah. Exactly. Would, yeah. So the other. So did you talk about having next year's kicks at the castle holiday party there? 
I'll, uh, I'll see if I can work some magic out. Does, so the, see, does the member like speakers? So <laughs> the member is not necessarily a sneakers person, but maybe we could change that. I mean, yeah. maybe they are, and I just don't know. But yeah. hey. I, I'd be willing to gift somebody a pair of sneakers for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was an awesome experience. I, I, I'm so excited for you. You look so happy. And I think that, for like that an picture hour, you I posted with that loud fly bag by Cars Land, that was such a dumb oh, yeah. shot. Oh, such flex. I know. Everyone was messaging me like, you're just out here flexing on everyone. And I was like, you got it. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to do it. You got to hey, do it. Haters are going to hate. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I was like, this is for the kicks of the castle culture. It's all about the flex. <laughs> oh, it's all for the culture. Doing it for the culture. So that was my trip yesterday. I wore my Salehis, which is my first time wearing Crocs in the park. Loved it. My feet were comfy all day. Okay. Um, crucial, crucial question. Socks or no socks? Absolutely. Oh, socks. 100%. Socks socks and Crocs? I'm not yeah. a psycho, John. Yeah, Sorry to anyone that I offended. Check it. <laughs> definitely socks. Also, it was cold as hell, so I'm definitely wearing socks. Um, yesterday, I went because my one of my best friends, childhood friend, her and her husband were here. So that's why I ended up going twice in a week, took the day off so that I could link up with them. Did a lot of snacking. And then I do have a Genie Plus gripe though. Uh -oh. um, so I have a plus and I have a gripe. So one, the new modify feature, love it. It's great. I know we talked about it last week. John, I don't know if it was on your app yet when you were there. No, but it wasn't. No. And, I, and okay. I actually listened to the pod and I never had the balls to cancel because I didn't yeah. want to risk having to wait two hours. Uh -huh. Yes. You know, yeah. because so the new <clears throat> modify feature, it's great. It actually, for someone like you, who's really good at like the constant refreshing, it will work so great for you because I'm not good at that. And I, was, I don't like, have to give up. Times. Even if I have a shitty time, I don't have to give up my shitty time to get a better time. Right. This one, it's like very clear. It's so easy quick switch. I did it a couple of times yesterday. So like I got there a little later than my friends. So I was able to like move my toy story up to match theirs by just continuing to refresh. I what I you know what, though. Ruby, I swear I spend less than 10 minutes doing it. Like if, yeah, no, if I, if I lock it on a ride, be even faster. Yeah. Be I mean, but faster. like I said, if you lock in on one, you, if you just refresh, 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 if something pops up. Yeah, because people are like dropping in and out of it. Yeah. Um, what I will say though is this week a lot of rides have been down. Like cars was down, obviously, when it's raining and stuff. But even yesterday, so a lot of things were like going in and out of being down, which was annoying. And so my genie plus gripe is that yesterday things kept going in and out. So one, we got a web slingers. I hadn't been on web slingers since the one time I went on it and I went back on it. Does Actually, it still suck? No, I actually really liked it. I was going to say, really? like, the first time I went on it, I had a bad experience because I had paid for Lightning Lane separate for that. That's when you used like, to have to pay. And then the line, money. like, broke down. So I ended up waiting 40 minutes anyway. So I was like, what the F? But I actually, don't, yeah, it was a waste of money. I So this time it broke right as we were about to go on it. And then it reopened back up. So we got on. I was like, Phew. then we had a Genie Plus for Big Thunder. And then Big Thunder broke. So I was like, all right, screw this. Like I have a, a lightning lane, the, the you know, flexible one that you can use. So I walk over to Toy Story Mania and they're like, oh, you can't use it here. And the chick was like, oh, I think you can use it here because it didn't like scan. And then she was like, oh, wait, go to the bottom. And then she basically told me like, yeah, they kind of fluctuate which ones you can swap it out for. And all the ones that you could swap it for were like, honestly, rides that like are not a fair trade. Like I'm not right. going to go trade big thunder for like monsters Inc. like just let me go on toy story me it was just that kind and, of shit to me is just so like well and here's the thing guess what me. that person could let you on exactly <laughs> exactly like you're on such a power trip it's not like i didn't have a light and here's the thing like, if, what if, if it you were you? at disney world they would have let uh, you on like what did it cost this person to like tell us no for like two it, like, it's just that kind of shit is like my biggest gripe of like this is your one tiny power like you can either choose to be an asshole or choose not to be and you just no no no, no. it's you could choose to make magic for somebody yeah. or you could choose to be an asshole and they choose to be an asshole. For because no I can tell you, I had a couple of, we had, I had a problem with Magical Express when I went to Disney World a couple of years, you know, a few years ago. And the hotel gave me four fast passes, you know, just flex. Yeah. And we were, we were at Animal Kingdom 
and nobody would take them. They what? Like, we went to the safari and they're like, no, just go in. And then we went, you know, we went, we went to a couple places and they wouldn't scan them. They would just let us in. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like they wouldn't let you on. No, 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 no. They were like, oh, oh yeah. no, don't, don't use it here. Go ahead and go on yeah. the ride. Yeah, like, use no it somewhere else. Here. That's what I was thinking. Cause even the, yeah. the, on Sunday when I was with Felix and we were going through Haunted Mansion, we had like a bunch of language. So she's like sc- scanning them for like six people. And the lady's like, how many of you guys are there? And she was like, oh, there's six. She was like, just go already. Like, who cares? Don't scan them. And then I'm like thinking this chick, like with this. But you, have, but you have to scan them because if you don't scan into the ride, you can't book your next one. No, yeah. these were these were flex. Like, oh, these were flex. Okay. These were different ones. But yes, normally, yes. So that kind of shit just really pisses me off. And it's like a really good way to ruin the end of someone's night at Disney. So that was how I left the park last night. Just like pissed. I, I feel was, like, like... I keep getting frustrated with Genie Plus when shit like that happens. Like I feel like people at Disney World... And this is... It's a generalization. And it's not fair because there's some fantastic cast members at Disneyland. But I feel like you're more likely to find someone at Disneyland who's doing a job versus someone at Disney World uh-huh. who like is a career you know, like, or, or, you know, like they've, they've moved to Orlando to, you know, be part, be of, part of the magic. I Whereas agree. at Disneyland, you got someone working a part-time job to pay rent. I agree. And, and they, and it shows it's, it, you it know, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't want to say that in general, but because they're, like I said, there are great cast members at Disneyland too, but you're the thing more is, likely. When it, when it happens at Disneyland, you're like, oh, this is what it used to always be like. Whereas like, I feel like everyone at Disney world is that every, like you forget yeah. that they're, you forget every that day. Everybody. Someone makes magic for you every day at Disney world. Yeah. So that was my, my genie plus scrape, but all in I still had a great day yesterday. Um, I still feel like I did a lot of rides and eat a lot of good food. I just like, yeah, man, we got to like, it literally cost them nothing to not be an asshole. So like yeah. PSA for everyone, just don't be an asshole. Like, <laughs> Just be nice. <laughs> I hear you. That's all right. All. So that's it. So how about we, uh, how about we jump into what we got? We got uh, the plant-based option. Do we have a plant-based option? Yeah. Do they have any at Club 33? I didn't even look at their plant-based options because I was like, everyone told me to get the burger. So (laughs) I don't want to disappoint John. Had to do what I was told and get the corn-fed option. Um, But yesterday I did have the impossible meal at Pim, the pasta with little meatballs, dairy-free Parmesan. The dairy-free Parmesan is really good. The pasta is okay. The sauce is okay. I feel kind of bad for my like vegetarian and vegan and plant-based friends out there because I feel like Disney's partnership with Impossible just like really takes over the creativity of like coming up with better plant-based options. Like I feel like everywhere now it's like here's an Impossible giant meatball. Here's like a meatball on a pizza. Here's like a meatball in a pasta. And it's just like I feel like they could do more creative stuff with plant-based options and they feel like it's getting oversaturated with just Impossible everything. So that's my one comment. But I mean, if you like pasta. Yeah, that's, that's the reason I don't eat it anymore. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you like pasta, you like vegetarian, vegan meatballs, go ahead and try that one at Pim T- Test Kitchen. There you go. So, I feel anyway, that. All right. So we got a DM. Uh, Adrian uh, McBeer Gums wants to know, since this, this is the Christmas episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the Festival of Holidays episode. <laughs> Adrian wants to know, what is the one present that you wanted for Christmas slash Hanukkah as a kid, but never got? So Ruby, was there anything that you did not get for Hanukkah that you wanted to z- how does the how does that work? Does is there like a fictional character that leaves things under the menorah, or is it just like everything's from mom and dad? Yeah, it's from your parents. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's like a <laughs> they don't get to blame Sal. Santa didn't bring you a puppy. Me. No, it's from your parents. I mean, there's kind of jokingly like Hanukkah Harry, but it's not like who leave. It's not like Hanukkah Harry's like driving. It's his better than Mister Hanky the Christmas poo. <laughs> Yeah. I have a Mr. Hakey Funko Pop and he's, he's out there somewhere. We bring him out for Christmas. Um, yeah, no, it's just from your parents. All right. I mean, I don't want to sound like a brat, but I don't have one. I I was an only child for most of my life. So uh pretty much usually not the stuff I asked for. So I really can't think of so like been, so you're bougie for life. It's not <laughs> it's not. 
it's not just a recent development it's it's bougie for life it's my parents fault that i am the way that i am yes right. i blame that you know what hey <laughs> Ain't no shame in your game. That's all right. I feel like Adrian already knows this answer. And like, this was like a slight at me by asking. He just, him. He wa- he just wanted to put you on the spot. That's all right. That's all right. Okay. All right. Matt, how about, how about you? What Were you an underprivileged child? A little bit. But I mean, I, I would say for the most part, my parents pretty much got almost everything that I want, except one major thing. I really wanted the Megazord from Power Rangers, the huge one. I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with that, but it's basically when like all like the um, Power Rangers Zords oh, they all, connect, all connect together. And it's like the OG one. I've always wanted that. And I remember we would go on a target and then we'll go in the toy aisle. And then I would ask my mom, mom, can I get the Megazord? And she would always say no. Till this day, I haven't gotten it. I've even looked on eBay and to see if I can even find it, but they're all reselling for like crazy. Maybe one of these days I'll get it, but that is one thing that I definitely wanted as a kid and I still have never gotten it. (laughs) Okay, well, so I, I, like Ruby, pretty much got everything I wanted. And I've got had some pretty, you know, I don't think I had a lot of big asks. I remember when ColecoVision came out, that was a big one and I was worried I wasn't going to get it, but I did get that. So I'm trying to think what, what were the key presents in my life. I remember being very little and getting and wanting the, the six shooters. I got those. That was that like made my, I mean, how funny is that 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 was like super exciting to me? But the one present I did not get would have had to have been 1977, and that would have made me eight. And I wanted the basically, it was a Star Wars equivalent to the Barbie Dream House, they had a Death Star. And it was like a section and it had the garbage compactor in it. It had like the weapon on it. And I really wanted the Star Wars Death Star and I didn't get it. And I was devastated. And my dad came up with the idea of from then forward, we got a New Year's present. And so basically whatever we didn't get for Christmas that we really wanted, they ended up, it was almost like a mulligan for the parents that like, oh, Shit, we should have got that. So that became <laughs> so that became a new tradition. We got a New Year's present every year after that. Do you do that with your kids? No, because I, I don't miss. Oh, dang. That <laughs> <laughs> no. this just made me think of that movie. Did you guys watch that movie Ron's Gone Wrong mm-hmm. that came out like a couple of years ago? No, I know what you're talking about though. Okay, that movie. Oh, is, is that the really that's the funny. one with the the robot that's Mr. The robot, robot. Yeah. So that movie is actually way funnier than I thought it would be. I just like threw it on randomly one day and ended up loving it. Is that but a Disney it's, movie? It's so, Fox, yeah, it, I think. It was like a weird movie that Walt well, Disney bought or something. I don't know. Anyways, Disney. It is on and, Disney Plus though, I think. Okay, well, that's yeah. what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's on Disney Plus, but it's it's pretty funny and it's kind of on this topic of like all these kids are getting all these robots, but then the one kid can't really get it and then his dad gets like an off the truck one so it's like and that's what's wrong with him he's all like busted up so it's pretty funny but if you're looking for like a fun kind of movie to watch this holiday season I feel like it's kind of a good theme of like gifts and and stuff like that so is it a Christmas movie it's not a Christmas movie because I think it's for his birthday that he's trying to get the robot guy but it it kind of goes with the sentiment of just like yeah you get gifts and like what what gifts should mean and so it's it's pretty funny i recommend watching it if you haven't all right that's the list that's the list so anyway so ruby spoiled for life got it that's the take that's the takeaway from this segment all right well let's uh let's talk about gifts to ourselves big year in sneakers what are our top five pickups of the year not sneakers of the year top five pickups matt did you buy five sneakers this year i did buy five sneakers this year but i didn't put them in order doesn't get enough but but, um all right so the five sneakers that i bought this year (laughs) air jordan one lost and found Salahi Benberry Crocs, Sasquatch colorway, a New Balance 550 leather, the Nike Union Dunk pistachio colorway, and the United Love One Arts and Crafts, was I showed earlier today. Okay. I would say those are my top personal cops. I was going to call you out if that wasn't in your list. <laughs> it's a good list. Yeah. Ruby, I don't even know how you would get, I mean, you had to have, what, 25? I don't know, a lot of shoes this year. You had a lot of shoes this year. Yeah. I did. 
Right. Were um, so you able to narrow it? Can you narrow it down to your top five pickups? Yeah. So I did my sneaker of the year top 10, which is in the Discord. So you can see that if you haven't. But my top five of my sneaker of the year list are also things that I copped. So wow. they, so you think that the five best sneakers re- released this year, you copped all five of them? Yeah. Okay. In my opinion, my it's my personal opinion. So nobody okay. comes to me. Right. Uh, so I've got the Air Jordan one, Chicago Boston found for me. That was like the one sneaker I cared about this year. I know a lot of people are butthurt about how the drop went. I'm sorry to you all. I'm sorry Sucks to this you. Video. It was bad for you. It was great for me. Um, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Second was the Concepts Nike Air Max one. I have all three, but the far out pack. I got the special box. I love purple. I love bandana. So that was on mine. A shocker in my top five, but really just a shoe I'm in love with is the Zion Williamson Air Jordan 1 Voodoo. Oh, the Voodoos. Okay. I I freaking love that shoe. I can't stop wanting to wear it everywhere. I just think it's hella dope. The Travis Scott Air Jordan 1 uh, Low Reverse Mocha. So also another shoe I love. And then probably not a popular opinion at all, but a great quality shoe, really beautiful, is the Air Max 1 Casina, the orange one. I got both pairs, but the orange pair in particular like the colors on that leather and the like faux fur it's just such a beautiful shoe so those are my top five sneakers of the year and also five that i caught nice nice see my top five pickups let's see where'd my cursor go We got honorable mention. I will put the Wave Runners in there. I know it's the the first mention of a, a Yeezy, but uh, I really wanted that pair, and uh, they're super comfy. I, I, you know, so I, ha- I have to give them a mention. And no, I'm not selling them. I'm keeping them. So I'd say my number five would be the Jordan Three Dark Iris. Number four, the Jordan One Low Bleach Coral. Those are kind of those have kind of turned into my everyday shoe. I wear that shoe eight. Number three was actually an alley oop for my buddy Matt. The Jordan One Low Chicago Golf Shoe. Love that shoe. Hey, that was the Year? That was this year. It seems so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> number two is the Jordan One Lost and Found. And number one for sentimental reasons, of course, would be the Jordan 3 Fire Reds. Um, I have pictures of me and my then girlfriend, now wife, down in TJ with me wearing those shoes. So it's a, it's a, it means, it means a, it, that shoe means a lot to me. And that was my number one pickup. But, you know, you know, the hype aside, that was, that was the one I had to have this year. Nice. So, all right. So can your wife name those shoes? <laughs> she would look at, she would go, you already have those. You already, you already have those. <laughs> No. I could I could hand her I could hand her the um the Katrinas and the fire red threes and she probably would say it within the same shoe. I could see that. Yeah. So, anyway, like don't you see the elephant print? It's it's lower. It's lower. <laughs> Look at the shape of the toe. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, you just sound like an idiot now, John. So anyway, all right. So sneaker of the year. I did not cop my, what I think of the top five, uh, Matt. So what do you, what do you think your top five of the year are? Sneaker of the year. Uh, well, I did a top 10. So okay, go ahead. I, I'll make it quick. Coming in at number 10, Nike SB Huff in the San Fran colorway. Okay. Um, I love the OG pair and I, I, I like how you can peel off this one and then obviously it brings out the the hint of the OG colorway of the Huffs. Number nine, Nike Tom Sachs in the light cream colorway. Um, I thought this one was a, a dope, like everyday shoe. I'm kind of regret selling them. Um, they were a little bit too big, but I've tried to buy that shoe a couple yeah. times. I, w- I would love to get that shoe. What's crazy is that I won two different raffles and I you got, got two different wrong. sizes. I got two right? different sizes. Yeah. And neither of them fit No. <laughs> I got one that was too small and then one that was too big. So I was just like, whatever. And then number eight, I got the New Balance Joe Freshgood 993s in the, I forgot what the exact colorway is, but they're the pink ones. I thought that was a dope colorway. Coming in number seven, the Air Jordan 1 Low Voodoo. Sorry, Ruby, I know it's a little bit lower on my list than yours, but. Um, on your list, friend. Um, but yes, it is a top 10 though. Number six, Nike Union Dunk, all the colorways. In my opinion, I mean, all pretty dope. Number five, the Air Jordan 4 Ama Meniere. I mean, can't go wrong with this shoe. It is a very, very clean shoe. I actually saw it. My um, my cousin's boyfriend actually had them, and it was the first time I saw them in person. And those materials are, ooh. Coming in number four, the 
Nike concepts, Air Max 1, specifically the far out colorway. The other ones are okay, but this one, I just love the brightness to, uh, of this of this shoe, all the bandana colorways. And one, once I saw like all the other colorways, and then once I saw the far out, I was like, I want that one. I don't have them, but I think it's the dopest out of all of them. Coming number three, the Nike Travis Scott Air Max 1. This one, I mean, it's out of all the Travis Scotts that, that dropped this year, I think this is the dopest pair for sure. I love the brown. Obviously, it's an Air Max 1, so they're super comfy. I don't have them, but I thought it was dope, dope shoe. Number two, the Nike SB Orange Lobster. I mean, this was like one of the most anticipated shoes of the year. Drop was terrible, but I think they're doing another raffle soon. So I think Skate Park in Tampa is actually doing another raffle soon, so... I don't know. Probably low chances of that, but still dope shoe. And number one, kind of cliche, but the Air Jordan 1 lost and found. <clears throat> nice. So I only did a top five, but I agree with some of those, like the general purpose. Um, so I, I had number five. I had the uh, Nike Union Dunk Lows. I would have loved to have had that shoe. I, I totally would have kept that one. Uh, number four, I had the Kobe 6 Mamacita. I like what that shoe stands for. I'm not, I'm not a, a huge, I don't have any Kobe's, but that that's that one. It had it had, a, it had a good story. I'm a Meniere 4s. I'm not a huge 4 guy. And I did try to get that pair. I, I had a problem. I had a problem with the drop. It ended up with a 36-minute queue. I have a feeling had I copped those, I would have kept them, even though I'm not a big 4 guy because they did look pretty nice. Number two, the Lost and Founds. And number one, the Fire Red 3s. Anyway, I can uh, I can put I can cobble together five more and put it in there. But I agree with you guys on like the voodoo's. Um, that was a good shoe. I don't know. I, I don't I don't really remember everything that came out. I'd have to go back because it's funny. It's funny how long the year is. You kind of think back at stuff and it's like, well, that was this year. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, I forgot to say my honorable mentions. Oh, let's have them, man. Okay. All right. Honorable mentions, Air Jordan 3 Neapolitan, Air Jordan, and then Air Jordan 4 Canyon Purple, Air Jordan 2 Union, um, the Salehi Crocs, and then Turtle Doves. All sleepers. Like, dope shoes that came out this year. I didn't get any of them except for the Salehi Crocs. I think you just brought up a good one, and I thought about this, is that Turtle Doves seem to be missing from everybody's list. And I feel like if I didn't say my top 10. It's I just say top. it's 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 an honorable mention just because it, I mean it is uh like it is a retro they're they're re-releasing it. But I just feel like and... Kanye's Kanye's actions <clears throat> have Diminish the importance of that shoe at that yeah. time because at that time everybody wanted a pair of those yeah i mean that is one of the reasons why i didn't put it in my top 10 but also i mean it's came it's it's released before so that's also a reason why i didn't put it in my top 10 like i wanted to add shoes or put shoes in my top 10 that, yeah but i mean <laughs> touche oh did, um, did i re- did we reveal something on your top 10 i'm sorry you're good um okay so i as i mentioned my top five sneakers were also ones that i got because as we pre-discussed on here spoiled and bougie so number six for me is the Amamanier four i that actually moved up on my list before i had the shoe it was lower down now that i have it like i just love it it's really nice Uh, I am a four person, so that probably adds to that. Seven on my list is the Dunk Low Huff SF color also. Um, I'm big. I used to live in San Francisco for many years. Loved it. I love the Giants, so I love that it's Giants colors. I loved the Huff store in San Francisco. I was also a big Benny Gold person who was good friends with Keith. And so just, it's. I think like there's a lot of sentiment behind it that I love as well. And I I want to figure out how to get my hands on a pair of those. The Tom Sachs, I was also on my list at number eight, but I actually like the yellow colorway better. I'm still waiting for them to drop that like gray colorway that kind of looks like the um, pigeon colors. So I hope that's like a real shoe that they drop. But I'll take it I, in any color. I, th- I think I would take that in any color. Yeah, same. I, I really like the yellow ones. I've seen a lot of people wear them. And I think it can go good with a lot of Disney fits too. So I want to get my hands on a pair. And then for me, number nine is actually the Air Jordan 4 Canyon Purples. I I don't know. Purple and fours was this year for me. Like it was a good look. Love it. And then 10 for me was the Yeezy Turtle Doves. Those were initially a little bit higher up, but honestly, since I've gone them, I've worn them a couple of times. I just think there was other shoes that I really liked this year that were a little more standout, which is why I think those dropped down, but I'm still glad to have that pair of shoes. Uh, so it's a shoe I wanted for a long time. Was glad to get them this year. And then I had a couple 
honorable mentions the Joe Fresh Good New Balance but the 9060 I actually like that one that like pink with that like minty color um so I really like those probably an unpopular opinion but the Hello Kitty Nike Air Presto still love that shoe I I love it I love wearing it um I think it's a great shoe again more unpopular opinions but shout out to my Chicano fam uh the Union Cortez I love all of them I'm standing strong in my Cortez love and then I mean, just for some bouginess, the Louis Vuitton Nike Air Force Ones get an honorable mention. You know what? I think Union for collabs really did knock it out of the park this year. You got the Cortezes, the Dunks, yeah. the Twos. So Union, um, how about a, how about a three collab next year? Jordan three Union, multiple colorways. I'll take a Union three for sure. Think about that. Multiple colorways of that. That'd be I mean, oh my god. That'd be that'd be that'd be a nice year next year if they did that for me. You know, off white hasn't done a three. Off white hasn't done a three either. So you know, maybe, yeah. maybe next year the year the year of the three. Come on, that'll make your year. I'll hurt your wallet, but it'll make your year. <laughs> it'll kill my wallet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to back out of this stuff. I'm spending too much on shoes. Word. We got other stuff I need to do. All right, so Matt, man, we got a giveaway. Yes, we do. Um, can I share a screen here? Yeah. There we go. All right, you guys can see that. I can see it. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Everyone who uh, entered this giveaway, but uh, it is now time to choose a winner. So we got the uh, mm -hmm. this little raffle. I don't even know what this is, but uh, it's going to choose uh, one of your uh, comments to everyone who uh, entered. And we are going to check to everyone. Uh, one, just to make sure you're following everyone, did all the rules and all that. But all right. You so now, how many inches? So there's only one entry per person, right? Yeah. So we're not track fasting this year. Nope. All right, here we go. Drum roll. Oh, this is this is there the slowest go. processor in the world. Sixty-five percent. <laughs> and oh wait, I think and, I still have to click this start draw. Oh my god! Someone needs wow. to feed the hamster in the wheel running around. <laughs> feed that damn hamster. Matt, you're gonna have to time lapse this. All right, three, two, one, and the winner is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> generating, generating. Oh my god! Come on, buffering. Wyatt Irwin, ninety-four. Wyatt Irwin, ninety-four. Congratulations! Congrats. Yay! All right, so we're gonna send you a DM. Like I said in the post, make sure. It is from us because um, there are a lot of scams going on around right now. So, yeah, just make sure it's from us and we'll give you all the, the details on, on what you want. And, uh, yeah, congrats to uh, Wyatt Irwin, 94. Awesome, man. Congratulations. All right. I think that's it. This is the, is this, this is the last episode for the year, right? Yeah. Come back uh, 2023. 2023. We want to thank everybody for, for joining us for another year. Can you believe that? <laughs> Kind of, kind Thanks of crazy. Thanks for inviting me to join. Yeah, we, you know what? This is one of the best days of the week. Get to talk uh, sneakers and Disney with my friends. So yeah, I love doing it. So, uh, but we and we appreciate everybody who listens. So, uh, thank you. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a review, check out the YouTube, join the Discord. Hey, we're, we're gonna be on cast. season five. That's my favorite crazy. number. There you go. So we are Kicks in the Castle. You can follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to tag us. Use the hashtag Kicks in the Castle in your Disney Fit Picks. My name is John. You can find me on Instagram at Weekends with Walt. Ruby, how can the listeners connect with you? Y'all can find me on Instagram at Rubes, R-O-O-B-S-S. And Matt, how can the people hit you up? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Disney Hype Beast. All right. That's it. Season four, Kicks in the Castle, signing off. Peace. See you next year. Christmas